0: Welcome to the wonderful world of wine. We are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. We're here every week on Franklin Radio, WFPR 102.9, and you can find us on Facebook at the wonderful world of wine. wine, wine, wine. Hello again, everybody, and thank you for joining Kim and I today on Franklin Radio. We are here to discuss all things wine with you. How are you, Kim?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you?
0: I am excited, Kim, because today we have a very special guest joining us from Bordeaux, France, Mr. Gerard Patafora. Okay, I we... Have to watch how I say it, Gerard. I want to thank you for joining us. Gerard is representing bluewine.com, a website we discovered. How are you, Gerard?
2: I'm fine. Thank you. And and there. thank you for having me. Oh, we
0: enjoy this because uh, this is a topic Kim and I are always looking for trends in the wine world. And bluewine.com was all over Newswire and wine business articles about your site, which is dedicated to wine and spirits documentaries. Can you please? Please tell us, Gerard, a little bit about yourself and the company.
2: Okay. So um, I'm French from Bordeaux, and I'm also Canadian from Montreal. Uh, But I live in Bordeaux since 2006. I mean, I was working in the wine industry for years as an e-commerce manager, so selling wine online. And uh, I'm passionate about wine. And at that time, we uh, we were also producing a lot of uh, small clips video clips for uh, Facebook, I mean, social media to present all the supplier we had, the wine merchants. And uh, thanks to this uh, experience, I mean, uh, we decided to, uh, to go further about videos, contents, and documentaries, film, everything about wine.
1: So it started as a marketing endeavor and then sort of expanded from there?
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, in the past, we had this experience as, as marketing to attract clients, mm-hmm. to be honest. And we were not satisfied by what we were doing because it was just. Advertisements or marketing. So we decided to go further and, uh, I mean, produce documentaries, but also uh, having this website, bluewine.com, to promote all the, the documentaries, reports, shows, film about wine and spirits all over the world.
0: So, Gerard, one of the things I know I talked to Kim about this a lot, we've done shows in the past about. TV shows related to wine, and we did a whole episode on movies and wine. And you, with this website, bluewine.com, really encompassed everything. An easy location for someone who loves wine documentaries to go to it and discover little, actually not little, a lot more information about movies and series. And for me, it's very helpful because I'll see something and I have to go out and search it, or I'm, I'm waiting for someone to come across the wire and tell me something's out there. Whereas your site, I can go there, and I can see everything listed. They have documentaries, you have, uh, I'm trying to think of the, um, how you list it. You had movies, you had documentaries, you had shows. And I just, it's great. Is there a, a direction when you were putting this together? Were you like us that you always had a search? and all over the place to find this stuff
2: yeah it's a, it's a hard work I mean to uh, to curate all that uh, that content mm-hmm. but I mean we, we did it for two reasons uh, so first of all uh, we did it as a research because we were looking for some content to understand what we, we where what, what the wine lovers can can find TV on and, and on streaming also as well sorry uh, and the second reason was also to help I mean wine uh, filmmakers, and film producers, because you know most of the platform, most of the TV channel consider wine and spirits as a as a niche. So they, I mean, it's very difficult for a filmmaker to promote his uh, his artwork over, uh, towards the wine lovers. So this is this is why we decided to to produce, I mean, to build. this uh, this new website.
1: It's nice that you have such a variety of different kinds of shows or films that people can watch. You've got fiction, you've got nonfiction, you have them from many different countries. Uh, I just was browsing through the one that you have about uh, wines from the country of Georgia, which is seeming to be a bit of a hot topic these days. I feel like Georgian wine is kind of everywhere. So you have all of these little bits from all over the place. So it's really... I think it's really got something for everyone. And I like how you break it down where you've got, these are the documentaries, these are the films, these are the series. And you know, I feel like people can kind of browse where they like and figure out you know, what is the place for them to start on your site.
2: Yeah. So, so far, we only have a 75 different, Contents mm-hmm. with with trailers and it's just the beginning because we have a list of more than 300 different content uh, as a wow. film documentary and so on so, so in the future very near future i mean each week we will add new uh new trailers and uh, information about documentaries and film uh, so we will have something coming from new zealand israel lebanese Uh, Of course, France, uh, Italy, Spain, as well, the USA, as you can imagine. So it's unbelievable, all the content we can find. And I was also very surprised to see that you have fresh content. I mean, something, I mean, just produced in 2021, 22. So it's just the beginning. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. And for our listeners, Gerard's website, it'll have a show and then the details, the, the people who are in the show, who's behind the show, and then, like you said, there's a little uh, preview. Is, is there a future direction, Gerard, where you will then be taken to be able to watch or buy the show that you're previewing?
2: Yep. I mean, today we, we, uh, we just launched uh, fundraising. I mean, in order to, to be able to build a streaming platform entirely de- dedicated to wine and spirits content. So probably at the end of the year, uh, Blue Wine will become a streaming platform where people will be able to buy content as a transaction. So you, you can just, I mean, watch a movie and or subscribe. Uh, for a month or two. And uh, we will also offer the possibility to watch everything thanks to uh, advertisements. Okay. So it's going to be a kind of wine flicks, but I mean, we we need time and hard work to make it happen. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. To have it be like that one-stop shop for for being able to get all the content and not just information and trailers and almost like a library of all of those uh, content. Mm.
0: What was the story, Gerard, behind... The name bluewine.com, because when you Google search, it's very difficult to get away from blue wine, right? I mean, uh-huh. the actual color blue wine topic. So That
1: was my original. I'm like, blue wine? Why are we talking about yeah, blue? Yeah, and I'm surprised. <laughs> I domain, thought that was old news. <laughs> right, I'm
0: surprised the domain was available, right? Bluewine.com. You figure someone who produces blue wine.
1: Did you buy it 10 years ago? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I, b- I, b- I bought it in 1999.
1: oh so yes
2: <laughs> yeah in 1999 <laughs> good for you because, because I, I was uh, already uh i mean a uh, wine geek wine lovers wow. and uh so i was i was uh in my in my early 20s and uh at that time i was already uh working on the internet and i build uh like a yahoo i mean uh, a wine directory just for wine and spirits all over the world so at that time bluewine.com was just a directory and you you, you were able to find probably 35,000 websites just about wine, spirits, spirit, alcohol. Wow,
0: that's and great. And
2: then, I mean, this project uh, ends in probably 2006 or something like this. But I kept, uh, I kept the domain name. So I decided to relaunch the website as uh, something different. And I mean, I think it's a good name because blue, uh, you know, I, I, in the cinema or in the TV, you always have, always have the blue uh, blue beam lights with the, the the cameras and so on. So blue wine, wow, that's it.
0: That's what okay, I was voila. thinking. I had some cinema background, so it makes sense now. All right. What about uh, you? Mentioned we're putting more content out. Is, is there a partnership? That, are you reaching out for partnerships to like societies or you mentioned French? You, you know, a lot more French wine, of course. So are you working with like the societies in Bordeaux to partner in getting content?
2: No, so far, I mean, we, we really want to help just the filmmaker and or the film producer so no matter if they are, I mean, independent or if the film is produced by a, an organization like a Bordeaux producer, Burgundy, Rhone Valley or whatever, as soon as it, this is artwork, a piece of artwork. We, we don't want to promote uh, advertisement video like you can find on YouTube and so on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, there, there is already a place for that, but uh, it's, it's not the place for in, in blue wine for advertisements just for real content, interesting, where, where the wine lovers will be able to discover, harvest, uh, discover the varietals of different countries, discover the, the wine families, just something, the passion of wine. You, you, you were mentioning the, the documentary about Georgia wine. This is really impressive because, I mean, Georgia wine, Georgia is producing wine for 8,000 years. So it's probably one of uh, the first one in, uh, in on the planet. And uh, when you watch the the documentary, you can learn so much things about producing wine, natural wine in Quervry, amphoras, uh, stuff like this. So this is the aim of blue wine. We, we want to promote that kind of things.
1: And do you have relationships with the winemaker, not the winemakers, but with the, the filmmakers and the folks at the winery? And is that how you go about figuring out what is the good content to um, to put on the site, or is it some other some other method? because it it really feels like a lot of what you have put up so far have a very sort of personal relationship, I would say. like it seems like the people that are making the the films and folks that are the the focus of the films that there's this sort of cohesive personal element to all of them that it seems like you're trying to get across
2: Yeah, so, so as soon as we find an inter- interesting content we try to connect with the filmmaker or okay. the producer and we ask authorization to uh, to post to and to put the the trailer available to to our audience
1: because not necessarily people that you already know
2: yeah no uh, absolutely. and um, so so we asked the permission. and as soon as uh, so, so now we are in contact with a lot of filmmakers all over the world. Mm-hmm. So we share the same passion. I mean, and and, and you know, uh, we, we are also a, a film production company because we we just produce ninety feature long, I mean ninety minutes film documentary about the link from Bordeaux and and the USA, thanks to the journey of Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States. Because as you may know, he was a a big fan of wine, and especially Bordeaux.
1: Right, French wine in particular.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and he has the chance to spend four days in Bordeaux, and in four days, he left a lot of traces in different chateaus. We tell these stories, and then we follow a different wine producer from Bordeaux, that are also producing wine in California hmm. and Californian wine producer also producing wine in Bordeaux uh, to trace the link. And uh, we also had the chance to uh, interview uh, Robert Parker uh, at, at his place. <laughs> it was just kind of, I mean, luck <laughs> yeah. to just ask him. He said, yes, we were so surprised.
1: <laughs> Lucky
0: you. <laughs>
2: So, so uh, as you can hear, I mean, it's, it's just a question of passion. We want right, to that,
0: that documentary was, it's called Eastbound, Westbound, correct? Yep,
2: that's correct.
0: Is, is that on bluewine.com now or is that a separate
2: website? Yeah, on bluewine.com, you just find, uh, I mean, Boston, the trail, Okay, but uh, we have a dedicated website for eastbound, westbound, and the film will be in few days on Apple TV. Great, yeah, I was going to
0: mention that uh, for our listeners. It, it's if you like historic or stories about wine, this document is excellent. And Kim and I are all about the stories, Gerard, in in the wine world, and you putting them all in one spot for people is just a very great resource.
1: Thank you for listening to us today on The Wonderful World of Wine. We are your hosts, Mark and Kim. And we are here today with our guest, Gerard Spatafora, who has a, a website called bluewine.com, your source for wine and spirits, videos, films, and documentaries. You can find us every week on Franklin Public Radio, WFPR 102.9. And all of our past episodes are available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Welcome back, everyone, to the wonderful world of wine. We are speaking today with Gerard Spadafora from BlueWine.com. And I wanted to ask you, you have said that you have been interested in wine since your 20s and uh, have been involved in wine in, Bo- in Bordeaux, and you've worked in the wine industry. What was your... I would say favorite thing to do as far as being a wine professional. It sounds like you have kind of divided it halfway between marketing and media and wine and curious as to where you found the most fun in the world of wine.
2: Uh, the best thing is to discover a new vineyard, a family. I mean, independent winemakers, for example, uh, no matter the place. I had the chance to travel in South America, in, uh, in Mendoza, in Argentina to visit winery. For the first time, you enter in the in the new arts you discover i mean the the philosophy of the family there or the winemaker uh, you you try to understand the alchemy about the soil and the climates and, and finally all the people behind the wine work there to uh, work very hard to to make sure that the wine could be great for uh, at, at any vintage you know so this is this is what i really like it's to discover things so i used to do that I mean, to source wine and then, I mean, to sell it, as you can imagine. But it's the best part of the job. I mean, discovering new uh, uh, new winery, new wine, and, and then tell the story to uh, to sell it.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that ties into the whole storytelling aspect. And, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot when we are talking to people about not just marketing of wine but also just that the romance and the 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 passion that people have for wine and so much of it is tied to those unique stories either of the place or of the family or the history or really any of those aspects and the idea of film and you know whether it's short film or the, you know documentary or using wine as a background to tell a story really does seem like it's a great way to get those unique visions across you know whether it's a documentary and it's based on real life or whether you're telling a fictional story which do you prefer do you prefer the documentaries or do you prefer sort of the the fictionalized cuz i'm sure lots of people have lots of different opinions on yeah. wine being used as a as a background for uh for telling a, a fictionalized story with wine
2: yeah, to, today, I'm really on uh, documentaries mm-hmm. and uh, not, not fiction because you, you can have documentaries uh, half fiction and half, uh, I mean, real. So I, I really, uh, really like uh, documentaries because it's the way to learn Unfortunately, we, we, we can travel all over the world anytime, <laughs> especially uh, the last uh, two years uh, yeah. because of COVID. <laughs> we all had to <laughs> get <all>. really
1: creative. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so thanks to uh, a documentary, uh, even if it's a short one, I mean, you can learn a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm. By listening to you, Gerard, we can hear your your passion for wine and it shows in, in the site, bluewine.com. My my question for you now is, is there a idol for you in the wine world? Like you mentioned Robert Parker, was there someone who you look up to, to really represent what wine is all about?
2: Not really. Uh, I mean, of course, I mean, I, I like a few persons around, around the world. I, I admire some 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 person around the world but i think the the most important thing is to uh, have the chance to meet people who are making wine so sometimes those people are completely (laughs) i mean i used to travel in sicily in the on the the etna and uh, to taste volcanic wines Mm. So I met some some very small winemakers and those people were just amazing. So great to meet them, to to have the chance to to talk to them. they They share their story, they share their passion. and i, I would I would admire those people instead of, uh, I mean, someone famous.
1: <laughs> it is nice to be able to give a voice to those really small producers, you know, the not famous wine people who are still doing all of that really wonderful work and producing beautiful bottles that if you put their name on the back of the bottle, it wouldn't really mean anything to anybody. But it's what is in there. And it's it's their life's work and, and all of these things. And they might not be famous, but they're still doing all of this amazing stuff in the world of wine.
2: You, you know, when I was young, you know, uh, I mean, uh, in the <laughs> 20s or 30s, younger. <laughs> younger, right? Of course, I was impressed by all the great levels from Bodo, from California, mm. from uh, the Super Toscana in Italy and so on. So by, uh, thanks to my, my work in the wine business, I had the chance to taste those wine without paying, <laughs> which is, which is a great advantage. I mean, very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, wine... A new wine, it's always a new discovery. And I think as soon as you uh, you get older, you want to have a, an experience. You want to feel something. You know, you are less interesting by, I mean, just show off with a nice bottle with a great, great label or something like this.
0: Gerard, tell me, do you have a favorite movie? in the wine world that you like? Like on your site, you have the classics like Sideways
2: and Bottle Shock, but is there a favorite movie of yours? I really like the movie uh, Wine and War. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, in Lib- in Lebanese, oh. uh, in Lebanon, sorry. And, uh, and it tells the story about the, those winemakers while making great wines under the bomb, under, the, under period of war and something like this. So, I mean, they, they, they have courage and passion to make wine there in on the, on this place. We have a place sometimes. So I really like this uh, this movie.
0: Yeah, and they have Wine and War, this uh, books, part one and part two. I believe I just got part two. I got to finish right. that. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited to hear you say that.
1: I was just going to say that, you know, we, we have so many wine books out there. I have bookshelves full uh, at my house and and at my work of books on wine, mostly nonfiction, history, kind of all over the place. But it doesn't seem like there's as much for film and maybe that is changing. I feel like film is a really good medium for wine because not only can you, I mean, you can't taste the wine, but you can be walked through a vineyard and you can see exactly how things are done. And I think that that is something that is one of the more difficult things to get across in a book or in a wine class, that feel of actually being there. So I think that film really can have a real positive impact on getting that understanding of what's actually going on in a vineyard for people, whether they're students or whether they're just appreciators of wine.
2: During the COVID, I bought a book and Internet. It's, it's an old edition. It's, the name is The Kingdom of Wine and Wine Geese. And it tells the story about the Irish people who left Ireland and, and came in, first of all, came in France. And the first one was N S C who settled, uh, settled up in Cognac mm-hmm. to build Cognac N S C. Sure. And then you can learn a, a great story about a, a lot of Irish people who, who founded, I mean, famous wine mur- that still exist in Bordeaux and famous chateaus like lauville Barton in, in Saint Julien. So these books were really interesting and, and I'm sure a filmmaker or a producer, we will probably make a film one day about this story about from the Irish people.
1: Yeah. I remember reading I forget I don't even know what book it was what was in but those stories that as Americans we always hear about when the Irish wave of immigration that came to the United States and you know where yeah. where did they land and how did that impact just everything about American culture when we have had this influx of of Irish immigration so it's, it was very interesting to read that perspective of those folks who also left Ireland but then went to France instead of went to the United States so we really only <laughs> No, hear the U.S. side of it, but to to know that these waves of immigration went out to other countries as well, and to hear about those stories of those immigrants in France and how they had this really major impact on the wine and beverage world because they had to leave home uh, was very fascinating.
0: And it looks like the filmmakers are starting to pick up that people want to see more of these stories. And last year there were two TV shows, one of which was on your show section called Grand Crew. There were two series at one time that were run in the United States and Kim and I reviewed them. And I don't think they ever finished. It's sad because these, the film producers and these TV show, they have these ideas that wine, we can do wine stories and talk about wine. And we, Kim and I, get excited, and and then they kind of go off the edge, Gerard. And I think, like you were saying, there's so many stories out there that can be put into a documentary or a movie, like Sideways was, or Bottle Shock was, which was a true story. Uh, it, it's yep. just a, it's. There's just so much content. It excites me that it's out there. And that's why when we saw your site, I'm like, yeah, someone gets it. They're putting it all together for wine geeks like us who just want one spot to go to and see everything. There was one section you label as, it says Wine Council and Video's Wine Estate. What's the thought behind those two sections of the website?
2: Some council uh, like uh, Burgundy. Uh, I, mean, I mean, in Burgundy, you have an uh, association of wine producers. And they call the uh, board, con- council board, L- like in California, you, are, you, are, you have that kind of things as well. And sometimes those wine councils, they invest in a filmmaker to produce great content, great documentary to tell the story about their region. So we decided to build a section for them. And regarding the, the chateaus, it's because very few, but <laughs> we, we can find some very nice artwork, short, very short uh, film, made by a few domain chateaus, vineyards.
0: So there's a, a lot of independent filmmakers who are making videos and documentaries for wineries that could yep. be picked up on the site, and you could help them promote as yep. well.
2: Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly.
0: So it's
1: the CIVB for Bordeaux that's doing that. Did yeah. That CIVB for, video. Is for
2: Bordeaux. Okay. okay. Uh, BIP is for. Um... Uh, burgundy then you have the civc for uh, champagne and so on and so on
0: do they volunteer this for you or did they look for compensation or, or is there like rights to these type of things like there are movie rights or is it legal things involved
2: no i, I mean the, the council or, or, or the wineries they just want to have audience so uh they i mean for, for them it's very hard to to go on tv and or streaming platform like netflix or hbo because it's considered as a advertisement or marketing even Mm, if it's mm -hmm. if it's not the case i mean but you you mentioned that i mean uh, with a a production company in the u.s uh, who produce uh, the the series grand crew i mean it's it's very hard as soon as you talk about wine spirits beer i mean everything about alcohol it's very difficult because you have a lot of uh, association around the world who are against alcohol yeah. right. and they, they make pressure on filmmaker they make pressure on the production company or tv channel to avoid that kind of content
1: yeah that makes so, total sense
2: right this is why i think we can take a place on the web as a streaming platform and- very devoted to wine and spirits
0: and kim and i when we review them we always have this thing gerard where we kind of pick them apart you know how they're holding glasses wrong or <laughs> they're talking about grapes <laughs> that are grown in places where they shouldn't be grown and uh that's all fun for us you know the, the geeks coming out
1: well i think that's the hard part about using wine as the backdrop for doing something that's fictional so it's right. like okay so i have friends who are lawyers who won't watch any lawyer shows because they're like oh it's all done wrong and doctors who won't watch any doctor, you know, set in a hospital show because it's just like, no, like that's not real <laughs> or or whatever. sometimes I think that it's it's harder to do a fictionalized world of wine if you don't necessarily have everything being exactly as spot on because there are going to be people who pick it apart and see that this isn't necessarily hitting all of the right notes, I guess. So I wonder if that's one of the reasons why wine shows have been so hard to kind of catch on. We've got cop shows and lawyer shows and doctor shows and all over the place, but we haven't had like, I don't know, the ER of wine shows that <laughs> really made things, uh, I don't I mean, know, brought you, things to the forefront. Right. So maybe, maybe wine is just harder or there, I don't know why it's so difficult.
2: No, you're right. I mean, uh, it's a specific industry. It's a hard backdrop. I think it's a hard backdrop. It's a specific industry. And if you don't have the right contact, contact, sorry, you can get in and shoot a film or something like this. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of wine producers are also very shy Mm-hmm. They don't want to tell everything. They want to keep some secret and so on. Uh, I mean, it's the case in Rhone Valley or in uh, in Burgundy, you have a different famous vine- vineyard producing very uh, small quantity of wine, but it's very expensive. And they just don't want to see any uh, journalist cameras and so on. Sure. So so you, need you need to have... like
1: preserve that romance, right? Okay. And, and we talk about that all the time, that there is this mystery to wine. And whether you are someone who has spent your life doing it, like we all have, or whether you haven't, there are all these elements that maybe you don't want to look too closely because some of that will will kind of go away. So I, I absolutely understand why certain producers wouldn't necessarily want to let cameras in and see everything.
2: Right. But the only way to make it, it's to be part of the industry thanks to my background, I, I have very good contact. I'm mean, the owner of the Chateau Aubryon, uh, and, and it's in my film. Uh, and two of my associates were uh, used to be a wine journalist, wine critics So the, the wine producer. I mean trust us to tell the right, the right things, yeah. you know.
1: And that trust is important. They don't want to just let anybody in. This is still very much an industry that is built on personal relationships and on that trust. Exactly. You know, especially if you are then going to produce something that the rest of the world sees, um, that is very important.
2: I mean, they really like to shake hands to have you for dinner and, and yeah, something like yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah.
1: Like you're a you're a guest at their home. Is yeah. really what
2: it's, it feels like. And be, before selling sell, selling selling wine to you, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> if, absolutely. If,
2: even if you, if you come as a as a buyer, so you have money to buy wine, but if, <laughs> if they don't know you, if they don't like you, they won't sell you any bottles. <laughs> And it's it's the same in the U.S. I mean, in California, you have a very uh, top wineries. Uh, If you want to have wine, you have to be on the waiting list Mm -hmm. and wait for your turn.
1: Yeah. And especially those wines that are in such limited quantity and in such high demand. You know, exactly. you better be nice.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure there's a, a lot of people listening who have passion for wine that have found some movie or documentary that has excited them and got them looking for a site like yours, Gerard, where they just want more content because they love hearing these stories. I know one of the things way back years ago, I saw a documentary on Canubi in Piemonte in Barolo. It was, okay. I think it was called Kissed by the Gods. And I just had this passion. So every time now I do a Barolo education or something, i always telling people, do you see this movie about Kanubi? And they look at me like I'm nuts. But it's like getting a passion to find something like that. If someone seeking that knowledge, your site is just perfect to draw them in and get them interested and keep them up to date on what's going on. What I'm leading towards, Gerard, is do you see a future where somehow media is incorporated more on the like shelf talkers or wine labels in the future? where they're working towards filmmakers or people who are doing these documentaries are trying to incorporate some technology to get people to go to these more.
2: I don't see a wine merchant or retailer or And or, I mean, website like Vivino's, a wine app like Vivino's, pushing uh, wine lovers to go uh, watch documentaries, film, and so on. Because, I mean, as a retailer or uh, online or with a physical store, as soon as you have someone entering in your store, you just want to sell wine.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right right
2: okay so i think that kind of things would come from the wine council and or a few wine producers
0: and the only way a consumer will get that is if they go to their website and hopefully they'd have some sort of document mm-hmm. like that on it right
2: You were mentioning, I mean, the the documentary about uh, the Piemont Canubi. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, do you know Priorats uh, in Spain? Mm -hmm. So it's a very small appellation and they are famous uh, of producing uh, syrah, exceptional syrah. There, you can find a few uh, wine producers that can get together, contract, the, make a deal with a, a filmmaker to tell the story about Priorat and so on. So they, they would push, I mean, all their all their clients, all their visitors, wine lovers to go and see uh, their movies and the, the other one. But I, I don't see uh, that things coming from the wine merchants and or retailers.
0: So it's a passion we have to push to... Real wine geeks, you think? I mean, you know, lovers of wine, people who want to know the story. Mm. Uh, that's kind of Kim and I's goals here on the show, Gerard. We in the you mentioned earlier. You know what a small world the the wine world is, and that was our whole point of the show—to be able to just see an article written and then reach out to you and then let our listeners know about your website. I mean, that's the good thing about the wine world. There's so much out there and there's so many resources. There's people like you who have the passion and put it together. So we want to thank you for that. And uh, Kim and uh, I enjoy
2: it. I, I thank you. Thank you for having me and give me the the opportunity to talk about this.
1: <laughs> it's one of the fun things for us to be able to find different perspectives. And I think that this is a new sort of spin on media and wine. And as Short video format like YouTube, like the little videos that people have on Instagram, you know, we, we seem to have so many of that short content stuff kind of all over the place. So being able to have a resource for this longer format, kind of more serious documentary movie making stuff when it comes to wine, I think is a very valuable resource for people.
2: Thank you very much. I mean, I I really want to help a filmmaker to think that it's possible and now they have a way to promote their work. You know, mm-hmm. and to reach a new audience.
1: And to reach a new, new audience. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what we, what we are here to do <laughs> is to, you know, sort of spread the word for some of these folks like yourself or uh, other people that we talk to that maybe have a little bit more of a niche that need a little bit of uh, exposure. So we love to mm-hmm. do this.
2: I'm really happy to, to have this discussion. Thank you very much for having me uh, and giving the, the opportunity, the chance to uh, promote my passion. <laughs>
0: we appreciate yeah. it. Dora, yeah. before you Thank before you. you go i have to ask you i just saw or i've seen a few times now what the wine museum in bordeaux is it as beautiful in person
2: the as- cité du vin it's a, an, an amazing place and, and you know the the americans are helping us are helping the cité du vin a lot because in new york you have a, an association i think it's called uh, american friends of the cité du vin oh. and they they organize uh, gala, charity, and so on to raise sound. Uh, I mean, to, uh, to help the Cité du Vin to have great content to talk about wine from all over the world. Because the Cité du Vin is based in Bordeaux, but it's not just for Bordeaux, it's for the wine in general.
0: It's a beautiful building.
2: Yep. Uh, I never
0: realized it was designed to look like wine being poured into a decanter.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And when well, I heard that, I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. I never oh, realized it. I'll
1: have to look at what the building looks like.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. And it's all state-of-the-art video technology inside kind of leads right into bluewine.com, really.
2: I'm going to have to watch
1: the uh, Andrei Chelychev documentary. Uh, I'm I'm definitely going to do that. I teach a wine history class at Boston University, and uh, we have a whole section on, you know, sort of, quote-unquote, modern American wines. And uh, he's front and center.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: I, I come back on the um, wine museum. You, you know that's uh, in Burgundy. In the, uh, I think it's the summer or September they will open in Dijon uh, a wine and climate center oh. uh, entirely devoted to uh, Burgundy wines. Nice. It's going to be amazing.
1: I'm surprised there isn't one already.
2: No, not yet.
0: <laughs> Soon. And you you mentioned climate. Have you seen any documentaries? Specific to climate change and the effects coming around.
2: Yep, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, we have two of them on uh, on blue wine talking about the the wildfire in California, ah. and uh, another about the drought and, and and so on. But it's it's and for, unfortunately, it's 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 a topic. Yeah, it's sad. We right? we talk about it a lot. Yeah,
0: sort of
1: top of everyone's mind.
2: So if if we want to be more positive, I mean, I'm sure we will find documentaries or reports about uh, climate change that would tell the story about new places in the world producing wine, such as Sweden or Belgium, and even north of France in in Bretagne. Now they try to introduce wine and produce.
0: England's been trending a lot over here, the big push. The English sparkling. A very good, actually. <laughs> That's our silver lining. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Gerard. It's a pleasure to have you yeah, on the show you. today. We appreciate it. Thank you and very much. Our first guest from Bordeaux, too, on the show. So. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on The Wonderful World of Wine. We've been your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. For more information about Kim, you can go to her website at CommonwealthWineSchool.com. For more information about myself, you can go to FranklinLiquors.com. To see the information of our special guest, Gerard, you can go to BlueWine.com. We are here every week on Franklin Radio, WFPR 102.9. You can find all our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you can send us any questions or comments on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Cheers. Cheers.